ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Western Contours Podcast, sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. We talk gear, on and off season preparation, tips and tactics, conservation, and finding inspiration in the outdoors as sportsmen and women. Thank you for joining us as we share our love for all things Western hunting. About to share this episode thanks to these fine companies I depend on in the field. Game Changer Calls. The GC was designed with all hunting callers in mind. Though elk is the intended target, the unique size is a game-changing tool for turkey and coyote callers as well. It is not designed to replace your tube or open reads, but rather to complement the caller's repertoire in the field. Vortex Optics. Proudly made in the USA, Hoffman Boots. If you're heading to the backcountry and you need some meals that won't bog you down, check out SasquatchFuel.com. 100% compostable packaging was designed to combat litter in the backcountry. For more information on conservation in action, head over to SasquatchFuel.com. Titanium Archery Products. Dedicated archers deserve truly unique products that provide all the performance attributes that they demand, and that's exactly what TAP delivers. For more brands we run and trust, jump on westerncontours.com partners page. Look for the code Western Contours and save a few dollars off your order. Hey guys, this is an episode from the Western Hunting Conservation Expo 2020 from the initial ascent booth at the Mountain Dew table with Disabled Outdoorsmen USA Utah chapter with Brock Carter, Sidney Smith, and Keith Naylor. Enjoy the episode. This is my first like sit down podcast. I'm stoked. <laughs> so yeah, I want to sit down with you guys and talk about uh, Disabled Outdoorsman Utah. Um, I, I can't imagine at this point in the game that folks haven't heard of Disabled Outdoorsman USA, right? Um, and and the efforts there. And uh, I think. Weston said it was about a year ago that he and I got on the phone for the first time. And the growth that we've seen in the last year has been, I just got the chills, no bullshit. <laughs> it, uh, it's been phenomenal. It's been phenomenal. So you guys just jump into it. Um, I don't want to lead anything here. You guys just give us the background on disabled outdoorsmen and then talk about the Utah chapter and the film and introduce yourselves. Sure. Yeah. This, uh, my name's Sydney, uh, double amputee. Um, 
uh, I, yeah, it was about a year plus ago. What meant to met with Weston, uh, went down there. We went uh, hunting together in Texas, and it was just the very infant stage of uh, disabled outdoorsmen. And he talked about, um, you know, what what can we do to grow? And I said, well, yeah, well, let's do something in Utah. Um, you know, because it's you know Texas is great. Don't get me wrong; it's a, it is the uh, one of the best states out there. But kind of um, the mecca of whitetail. Yeah, mecca of whitetail. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we just is it really the mecca? I, I think so, man. Oh, yeah. I think so. It is. It's crazy. It, it is amazing with whitetail. But yeah, we we just wanted to make it grow. I wanted to pay it forward, and and it. Uh, I'll let Keith kind of tell us how it all kind of pieced together, but. Uh, yeah, it just the whole purpose behind it is to provide opportunities for those that may not be able to get out there. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, a big roll out the carpet type of hunt. It's just getting them an opportunity to hunt that they may need a little bit of help. And some people don't want to hunt because they think they can't do it. And so if we can, you know, take down those barriers um, and those false beliefs that they can do it, get them some confidence, um, that's kind of what, what we want to do. And on top of that, like in my experience with hunting, um, I don't think about my disability or anything like that. So it, uh, we found the same thing happens when other guys, you know, they're either in a wheelchair or amputation or disease that they're not thinking about their problems when they're out doing that. So it's just a, a moment of paradise that we can bring into their lives. So that's kind of why we do it. Guy, good morning. Thanks for having me on the show Absolutely, again. Absolutely, um, My name's Keith. Uh, I got involved last year. Um, I, I was asked to help on guide and elk hunt for uh, Tate out of Ohio. Uh, during that hunt, we had Sid with us. Um, and I, I did, as you and I talked before, I didn't know what I was getting into, you know, um, and, it, and it really opened up a whole new world for me. But what it taught me was I had the time, the resources, and the desire to get involved and help more. So um, I took my little bit of expertise in, in filling out paperwork like a good secretary does um, and, and working with Weston and working with Sid and bringing Brock on board, we, uh, you know, we, we got the Utah chapter of Disabled Outdoorsmen legitimized and, and good on paper. And, uh, and then from there, we've been on autopilot because so many great people have gotten behind us in terms of sponsors and in terms of um, uh, just one-on-one -on -one individual support from people. Um, and, and they make it easy. Sid's, uh, Sid's giving you a pretty good introduction as to you know uh, the background and everything but but for me uh and again not an amputee not disabled uh, really in any kind of way but um, mentally yeah it's always that mental thing <laughs> we gotta start it's the jab somewhere that, that <laughs> um, yeah handicapped by a tree you got the pair part of it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh i just want to be involved and i so uh, i stood up and and this is where i want to be Uh, Guy, nice to meet you. Thank you for Thank having, you, Brock, having me on. Uh, this is a awesome opportunity. My name is Brock Carter. I'm from South Jordan, Utah. Uh, I'm a T4 paraplegic. It's uh, coming on five years this May. Uh, I fell off an ATV at our local sand dunes here uh, out with the family. And uh, I was one of those ones that fell, uh, I wouldn't say on the pity pod, but I didn't think I'd get to go hunt. And that was a passion I enjoyed. But there was just no way I could do it. And uh, 
I stumbled across some track action chairs and that was kind of like my first move and getting out. And then the hunting community literally has just grabbed me and brought me out. And dude, it, it's just unbelievable the things complete strangers have done. And Weston had been reaching out through social media with the track chair stuff kind of, you know, a couple times hitting me up there, here and there. And then he's like, man, you just really got to talk to Sid and Keith and see what we're doing. And immediately when you hear what it's about and what they're doing it's just hard not to just like you said get goosebumps just you talking help about it, it. and you can't help it it chokes me up Sid's talking and and i'm like because <laughs> and i'm sure keith could relate to it right and i've said it talking to sid i've said it talking to uh, keith i think i've said it talking to weston and we fall into that i'm sorry for myself bs all the time right and then to reflect and look at you know Sid's accomplishments your accomplishments you, you just I got chills again man I love it oh it's just an amazing an amazing an amazing thing it is it is and, and I think the the number one thing that these guys don't realize is, is that they're given the divine purpose of helping us gain perspective absolutely um, and that's uh, it's so important as much as as much as we think uh, that we're helping them out and again it doesn't take a ton of work to help them out it, you know you just go out there and, and for most of you just it's just camaraderie. You're just keeping them company and assisting them as needed. But um, we learn and we gain so much from them that, you know, you, and you can't even talk about it without getting choked up. You can't talk about it because it's hard to describe. But um, it helps you put your life in perspective. You're sharing your passion with somebody who already has that passion. Um, and you're just giving back and forth constantly during these adventures and outings. Um, we've been able to do a couple good things here in Utah already after only getting the chapter started back in uh, rough October, November. Um, and we've already been able to, to meet and connect. And that's been the great thing about having Brock on board is Brock was like a powder keg just waiting to go off in terms of having connections, in terms of knowing the community, in terms of knowing guys that really needed to get out and go. So he had this amazing spreadsheet that totally blew me away that was already so detailed and ready to go. So I'm like, Brock who? And then he shows me this and I'm like, Brock, I love you, man. <laughs> you've done you've done what would take us years to build because you, you've wanted, you've just been waiting for that right uh, organization or that right opportunity to share your passion with. So Brock's been an awesome member to the team. So I got a question for Brock, if you don't, if you don't mind, and I've heard it from Sid, that takes a lot, right? To, to have all your facilities, everything working, um, and then to lose, to lose that. Um, what, for somebody listening that's in that position, What's the best advice you can give them in terms of getting through that disability um, and, and where to seek that help outside of, you know, do USA? So for me, I honestly think you just got to pick a drive or something that's, you know, a goal, an achievable goal, and maybe even a high, high, high level goal you may never hit, but you always got to reach for that. And for me, it was my family. I uh, married. Had some, had some kids and, you know, it wasn't fair for them to not have a father. I was still here physically, right? Maybe it's a mentally issue. My physical ability may have changed, but I can still be there for my kids. So day one, 
I asked the doctor, am I ever going to walk again? And he said, probably not. And my mindset immediately went to, okay, this is what I got. I want to be a full functioning paraplegic. I got my hands. I should be lucky for what I have. There's other people in this facility that don't even have arm function and, you know, are not going to have the abilities I have, but I want to be a father. I want to go back. I was the, you know, breadwinner and I was not going to lose that. And that was just my drive every single day from that moment. And then put yourself in uncomfortable positions because it's going to happen. And the sooner you can get comfortable being uncomfortable, the better you're going to be. I remember day two, young 19 year old girl comes in and hi, I'm your nurse. All right. Nice to meet you. Today we're going to shower. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is that? <laughs> At this point, I can I can almost sit up. Like so, you know. She's like, "Well, strip you down, and I got a harness, and we'll wheel you in with this cool system into the shower, and I'll shower you." And I'm looking at my wife, and you know, I'm waiting for her to say no. I'll step up and do it, and you know, because but my wife knew me and knew that. She needed to put me, I think, in an uncomfortable position right off the bat. And that was probably the best thing literally that happened to me was right off the bat. I'm uncomfortable. But after the shower, you know what? I felt like a million bucks. And from that day on, she was like a godsend. That nurse stayed with me while I was in inpatient care. And we still have a relationship today. You know, we still talk and... I honestly never think about those moments. And to be honest, having someone else shower you is, is, is minute to being uncomfortable from the next steps in your life of being a paraplegic, you know? Then you gotta start going into bowels and bladder and that stuff don't work anymore. So you have to be shown how to do that too. So it's, it's, it's just putting yourself out there, be uncomfortable but be comfortable with knowing it's gonna be uncomfortable. My first hunting trip, I'm I'm panicking the whole way up there. What am I gonna do? How, I, I have to calf, like, I'm gonna to have to do this in front of strangers, right? Like, what are they gonna think of me when I'm, you know, big thing is I may have an accident and it's not uncommon, right? Like, all that's just running through my brain and the best thing about the hunting community, man, they just laugh and joke it off and slap you on the butt and, they need to help you change your clothes guess what they're right there helping you change your clothes like and it it's no big thing right they're they're dressing out animals and harvesting animals and it's just that mentality of the outdoor community and if i wouldn't have been uncomfortable being uncomfortable and going hunting because it was literally a call on monday and i had to be to hunting camp on thursday so i didn't have time to sit home and really think about it i just went and best thing I've ever done and that group of guys are like brothers to me now and unbelievable and that's why disabled outdoorsman is such an amazing thing is every person I talk to that is disabled or at least in a wheelchair is probably the biggest community I see they don't think they can go do it anymore and then once they go do it and realize the community that's out there to support them it's unbelievable we uh, put a couple guys in a track chair two weeks ago all three of us on our first ice fishing and they stood one of them i think was two years another one was seven years he had not stood in seven years and i'm trying to talk to this guy and tell him how to run the chair and 
I had to put my glasses on and man, I'm just bawling out. down inside. And I finally had, all right, he's up and just walk, just get away. Cause I mean, I remember that feeling like, I remember getting in the track chair and standing and like, I want to kiss my wife. Standing, you know, uh, kind of a personal, I would say personal, but first time I stood at hunting camp, you know what I did? I went and stood and took a pee standing. <laughs> and everyone's like, what are you doing? I'm like peeing all over my shoes and I don't care. I don't care because I'm peeing like a man right now. You know what I mean? Like, just that feeling was just unbelievable. So to know that uh, this organization is going to do that for other people is just, I mean, second to none. And, and you know, people with, like Keith and Sydney, man, they just, it doesn't matter. I've known these guys only for a couple months. It's 10, 11 o'clock at night. It doesn't matter if someone needs something. These guys are willing to do it and make it happen. And it's it's unbelievable. I don't, it's hard not to get choked up here and stuff. I mean, that's a, that's a big statement, right? And I hate to even repeat it because I feel like I... It sounds bad coming for me, but but peeing like a man, that's something that we take for granted. That's something that we wouldn't, we would never even consider to be a struggle, right? And, and the importance of getting guys to that point where they, like you're saying, they understand that this is, they're able to do it. Um, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it's hard for me not to. I'm trying to remain composed a little bit, and Brock ain't helping me none. <laughs> oh man, oh man. So let's talk about the tracks here. Let's let, let's lighten it up a little bit. That thing is a uh, that thing is a beast. So does that? Uh, so yeah, it's pretty cool. So uh, this model is a brand new 10th anniversary model. Uh, we were actually able to give this chair away last night to an individual. So uh, as soon as we're done here, we're gonna go give this chair to the individual and he's taking this chair home. Yeah, yeah, completely awesome. But this is a full suspension chair, so it's brand new, very comfortable, full tilt. Like I say, and uh, life changer. And the one thing to know about these is everyone says it's a life changer for the guy in the chair. It's a life changer for their family. Because now that family, if they enjoy the outdoors, man, we go hunting and camping, fishing, ice fishing. I mean, you name it, elk hunting, deer hunting. And I got a teenage boy and now I'm able to go with my boy. And my boy gets to experience, you know, all the hunting and uh, this one is the full suspension, so it doesn't stand. The other models stand, so you can literally drive around, like I said, standing eye level. That's what Jake said two weeks ago. He goes, you know what, today, I'm not being looked down on. I'm looking down on others. That's stuff we take for granted, man. Absolutely take for granted. Pretty cool. But yeah, these are awesome. Uh, they're made in uh, Minnesota. A family had a, a son that had an injury similar to mine, and they owned an action sports side-by-side uh, -side four-wheeler dealership. And the the dad's like, we want to get our son back out there and camping with us. So they, they built one and prototype, and I think it's been over 20 years now. They're worldwide, and we just really want to get these chairs out there into as many hands as possible because they are game changers. Uh, 
state of Colorado and a few others, I've actually stepped up and bought a chair for every state park. And if you're disabled, you call up and reserve your track chair. You get there, you get to go hike the trails with wow. the family free of charge. And I would love to see us get that here in Utah, California. I mean, there's so much to enjoy that someone in an able, in a push chair or even a normal power chair is so limited. You can't even go in your front yard in a normal power chair. They'll get stuck. They're just don't have the capabilities in these uh, ice fishing. I have my ice sled behind my auger, my tent, my 14 year old son, right? It's early in the morning. He's going to be sleeping. So he's in the sled and we tow and we go out on the ice and just LED lights the whole night. Things a yeah. monster. Yeah. You can get a gun rack, you know, rest, generator rack on the back, umbrella. I mean, whatever, fishing pole holder. <laughs> Thing is nuts. I'm wondering uh, what they're gonna come up with next. I know, I know. I know, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> They've made a, a couple comments that, so the suspension chair has been a game changer. Uh, being in a one of these for a couple days solid kind of beats you up a little bit just because of all the bumps and this suspension is so smooth. So if they can convert this to a standing full suspension chair, would just be unbelievable, I think. And uh, we're really pushing and trying to get them approved. So they're FDA approved. So insurances will start helping uh, pony up and paying some money for them. And at that point, then it's unlimited to who can get a chair. So so what's your passion out in the, out in the woods, man? You elk guy, mule deer guy, bird guy? anything outdoors man. like <laughs> anything obviously in utah elk's really big so i've been uh really fortunate there's a group out there called wb hunting that's kind of grabbed me under their wing and i've shot two bull elk and a beautiful uh buck deer that my buddy sid likes to sleep with uh apparently go on instagram you'll see him cuddling with uh my four point i didn't even see that <laughs> Where's my phone? I'm going to have to look at my phone. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that doesn't surprise me. Uh, it's a good time. But this year uh, with Disabled Outdoorsman, they took me duck hunting. First time ever in my life. And if you cannot get addicted to that immediately, there's something wrong. Like that was just so much fun. Good play. <laughs> We're going to have to steal this clip. <laughs> Only Keith. <laughs> Only Keith. <laughs> That's too much. Her? That's a little creepy, bud. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about, you brought the, the, the wing shooting up. Let's talk about uh, the recent film that dropped uh, with Dude. That was... Uh, that was awesome. I was excited when I saw the trailer, and then uh, when they dropped that film, I think I've watched it four or five times. I can't. I can only like it once. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we really. It turned out better than we anticipated. It was kind of. It all started off as uh, we thought. Let's do a coyote hunt. You know, just something to 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 to, to make things take off and try to to get uh, you know some exposure and you know, create an opportunity that people can start talking about. Uh, and uh, we thought about it and then all of a sudden in a meeting, uh, a guy's like, hey, you know, what about ducks? You know, we got a couple more weeks left of duck season. Do you want to try to do it? And we're like, oh, I don't know, it's just, 
we don't have enough time and try to get people to, to get together. And, and it, it, what's amazing about Disabled Outdoorsman is just asking and it, you don't have to really beg. It's just people just jump to the fact to help. And that's, that's what's really awesome. I mean, just say, hey, this is what we're doing. And uh, people say, yeah, let's let's be a part of it. So we had uh, Benelli, uh, who, who uh, let us borrow their uh, Super Black Eagle 3s. And then we had um, uh, Burst Optics uh, that helped donate towards the film. And then same with uh, Peak Refuel. And uh, a company called V6 Media, they have a, a outdoor, um, YouTube channel called Wild Air, and uh, they decided to donate their time and efforts to um, Disabled Outdoorsmen to make a film. So we wanted to just do a brief story of uh, me, Brock, uh, uh, Braxton Nielsen, who's a radio cowboy that got bucked off a horse and was temporarily paralyzed. He still is in some ways. And then uh, Clint Robinson, same thing, he had a rodeo accident. But uh, we had a lot of um, people in the community out there near Roosevelt that uh, got us on some land, got all the equipment, dog decoys, and uh, we just made a day of it. And the film, uh, I felt, turned out great. We hope, we hope people look at it and be like, hey, you know, this is a, a great opportunity for maybe me to do something or what's my excuse. And so when they reevaluate maybe some of the limitations they keep telling them themselves and they see, you know, Brock just slamming. I mean, he, I'll be honest, Brock probably shot most of the ducks. I think, I think I just, I just closed my eyes and pulled the trigger and said America. But, uh, uh, I mean, I think that when they see something like that, they're like, maybe this is something I can do, but we, we like it. We hope to do more more uh, opportunities like that, elk, um, deer, and, and we just think duck hunting is just, you know, that's something anybody can do. Um, and what's awesome t about the film is we've had a lot of people reach out and say, hey, we want to be part of this too. So it's just opened the door and the floodgates to creating these kind of things and people out of the goodness of their hearts really to do something like this. So that sense of community that you guys bring to the fold, in my opinion, I'm biased as all hell. We're not gonna even shade that, it is second to none. Um, it's second to none. I mean, Sid knows how, how much I love him. <laughs> this time last year, what was probably a day later, we're standing right over there and I turn around, you don't know this story. And I turn around and I look at him, shit, that's Sidney Smith. <laughs> And I look back again and I'm like, uh, Cindy Smith, I think that's all I said. <laughs> so it was, you know, and then to watch Sid and the, uh, I don't even want the Iron Man this year. Um, that was an all day, an all day thing sitting in the backyard. My I apologize like, for taking up your day. <laughs> oh, hell no. My wife was going, have you seen him yet? No, not yet. These motherfuckers are only showing the pro racers. I'm not showing Sid. But, but just the amount of inspiration that that Sid's providing, Brock, you, Keith, um, the service to community, and it's and it's not just with disabled gentlemen or women. It's with 110% able body, maybe broken minds. Um, I can't I can't say anything, but I appreciate the hell out of the effort you guys are putting in. Um, I'm gonna get a little man mushy, man. I love the shit out of you guys. Um, and what you're doing, it, it impresses me. Like you don't, you don't even know. Like I say it enough, but you guys don't even know. Um, and me and this jokester go back and forth all the time, but man, I, I appreciate it. I'm choking up a little bit. Um, it's phenomenal, man. You guys are an inspiration to me. Absolute inspiration. 
and I appreciate your time, your efforts, and, and that service is uh, is something that we lack, I think, on a whole. So to see it in, in you know this community that we all love is just is phenomenal to me, man. I, I appreciate the shit out of you guys. I appreciate you doing this. You know, I I think uh, when you you said the word service stands out to my mind and. You know, when I talk to people, you know, through public speaking and and people that are struggling, you know, I get a lot of people say I'm struggling with depression. They kind of know my story, how I went through the same thing. And and I think the best remedy for that kind of stuff, you know, suicide and, and uh, depression is to serve others. And um, and that's just kind of I think all of us, you know, know that that is the, one of the key principles in life is to serve other people. And uh, just the people are out there helping this build. I think, you know, we 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 love them. We appreciate that they are they're doing that. And uh, you know, just the ripple effect is happening. Is serving other people. Maybe that person was, you know, could change their life as well. Yeah, I think as uh, as the outside world through social media or through the YouTube videos looks at. Um, the events we do or the, or the hunts and, and the trips that we go on, I think he, I think sometimes you get caught up thinking, well, yeah, it's just corporate backed, you know, it's just the industry just making it happen for them. And that's, that's not really it. It's really, it's a, it's a volunteer army that it takes to keep these, uh, these organizations, uh, such as disabled outdoorsmen, um, going. Um, and the one thing I would say is look at the companies that are, coming forward and, and helping us out and understand that it, it's not just because it, it, it's easy for them to do because they've got so much it's because their heart's in the right place you know and so and so that's important and that's what we look at man it's like yeah you're doing it for the same reasons we're doing it you know what um, and we couldn't we could make it happen without them but it makes it so much easier with them you know when we went to this ice fishing trip two weeks ago I think uh, able-bodied to disabled body was probably two to one, but it made the day so easy. I came there at, you know, six o'clock in the morning, just ready to sweat it out all day, just running back and forth, trying to help people, keep lines baited, keep people warm, whatever it took. And really, I got to spend the day just, just walking around, bouncing from person to person, talking, because there were so many good-hearted people there making it happen. Um, and man, when you put that army together, it can do power powerful awesome things you just didn't realize that was going to start in the parking lot with uh, towing vehicles out for the first hour and a half did you <laughs> he's like ah oh, there's someone stuck the morning hasn't even started I didn't see Keith for another two hours <laughs> vehicle after vehicle but uh, I just want to touch on what you said volunteers and yeah, there was at least two to one, and we probably could have had four to one, literally, with the amount of people that reached out to us and called us beforehand. Oh, like with the amount of food we had. Yes. Yeah, we had a, a local restaurant down by me, uh, Sausalitos. I made one little Instagram text out. Hey, uh, we got this fishing, ice fishing thing going on. Would you be interested in doing some catering? And he says, when and where? And I'm like... Saturday and this is a Wednesday and he's like I'm in Mexico hold on five minutes later he texts me back a number and he's like whatever you need just call this guy and tell him and I mean we had plates and silverware napkins fajitas out on the ice we were out there cooking fajitas <laughs> getting spoiled <laughs> yeah I mean you name it and it, it it was just literally hey 
can you help? I mean, so we had an army of people before we even made it to the ice. And it's it's just unbelievable. And it's just, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, a vocal, affectionate kind of maybe a, a person, you know? Like, I don't know if it's the man, like, you know, growing up. I say I love you out loud to my family, pretty much, an intermittent family, inter, my close family, until my accident and until the hunting community and, and the group of guys that take me out, like the first time they go to hang up the phone, they're like, love you. Like, love you, you know what I mean? I, I didn't, I just, I've never had that before and this, now, I mean, they, we don't end a conversation without love you. And it's just like my blood family, right? And, it, and it's not, and it's just, and it's all volunteers. They never ask for anything ever. And it's just, just like yourself, guys, it's just, you know, people like you just reaching out and wanting to do the good thing. And it literally is changing so many lives. It's, it, it's amazing. Just, it, you, you look at what we do, right? And it's, it's macho, right? We're out, you know, we're toting, we're toting weapons out and it's a, uh, can be a pump your chest thing, right? And I think we've all been there at one point in our hunting careers. Um, but to reel that in, like you're saying, and be able to look at Keith Naylor or Sid Smith or, or Brock in the face and say, hey man, I love you. I love what you're doing. I love what you're about. I love you, right? I, I, that's a big thing. I think we are growing just not just what, what we're doing here, but we're growing in, in our hearts and in our minds. I mean, just... Ah, you guys stumped me. <laughs> you guys stumped me. Ice fishing, we didn't leave there without hugging almost every single person that was there. And, and I knew maybe a third of the people when I got there, but everyone ended the day with a hug. And I mean, that just, how does that happen? You, you leave there, best friends, duck hunting, best friends. I mean, everyone there, it's, it's just awesome. Super cool. Full chance. No, I was just going to say, last time you and I talked, we talked about um, how important that alone time out in the wood was, out in the woods is for getting your head right. Um, but then you have these uh, these events, even last year's uh, hunt with Tate, um, where you learn that there's a, there's a different side to having some camaraderie. And even for these gentlemen, um, uh, mutual ability or disability, where they can connect a little deeper. Um, and it, it, I, I believe it enriches their experience. They're still able to have that alone in the wilderness time, but they've got somebody right there um, sharing that experience with them. Um, and it's it's important for everybody to know they're not alone in their struggles um, and in life. And and I couldn't imagine what these gentlemen have gone through as they've transitioned into their new lives. Um, but certainly I, I would expect that there's been some downtime and there's been some bad thoughts that creep through. Um, uh, but I can guarantee you that the, the, all of that gets washed away when they get out there, and it's great yeah. to see. I know it's uh, I know it's impacted you. It's impacted the heck out of me, man. Different, uh, different look. Sorry, Sid. I just was gonna say, just add on, and what you're gonna is we're grateful that you're able to share the word on this, and we appreciate uh, the opportunity to share our story. You know, just. Uh, Throw it out there if you guys haven't had a chance um, to go see the the new 
film that was dropped on YouTube. It's uh, called Free as a Bird. Um, and uh, um, yeah, go ahead, share it, like it. Um, if it does well, we'll do Free as a Bird too, and have uh, Keith sing the Beatles version of that song. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what YouTube channel is that? Uh, it's Wild Air Films. Okay, Wild Air Films. Wild Air Films. Yeah. Okay, good deal, gentlemen. I appreciate the time. I know uh, this show has everybody crazy busy. Let's catch up again, and uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for what you're doing. Thanks, bud. Take it Thank you for listening. Follow and tag us on Instagram at The Western Contours. Jump on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Subscribe, leave us a comment, and don't forget to hit that five-star rating. We appreciate the support, and until next time, lay them down. We spend a lot of time preparing for our hunts and how we fuel our efforts is key. Head over to ValleyToPeakNutrition.com, helping you perform optimally in the backcountry. The purpose of Valley to Peak is to provide sound nutritional information supported by science to help you prepare and perform optimally in the backcountry. There's no secret. This is done through education, coaching, and programming based on personal goals and preferences. Head over to ValleyToPeakNutrition.com or catch them on Instagram at V2P Nutrition.